0: So you're saying you've you've been a Christian. You know you've given your life to Jesus, but you still struggle. And you sometimes wonder if you're a believer and you're struggling with sin. You may have had that experience where, you know, when you were first saved, you, you had that strength and the power to walk in the newness of life and the Lord. But now you feel like you've strayed away. And you don't have that strength anymore. Well, in this episode, you're going to learn how the, what the scripture says about it and how you can understand that you are a new creation in Christ. And you can trust that and believe that. And when you understand that you still mess up and you're a sinner, but you're slowly, God slowly transforming you into a new person with new life then you'll understand and you'll have peace because it says Paul over and over and over says it this way in his scriptures. He wrote, may the grace and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. Grace, when you understand that, then you will have peace is a huge lesson. So we're going to go into Romans 6 in this episode and you're going to see the beginnings of what Paul's and God, through Paul, is describing to you how you can have a newness of life, and you have to understand and trust that, that God has done that work in you, and you're going to see that in these scriptures. So let's go ahead and get into it, you guys. I'm so excited about this. And if you haven't subscribed, you might want to hit the subscribe button down below. We're, uh, this channel is all about using the whole counsel of God, like Paul said, You know, the whole Bible. All of it, the Old Testament and the New, it all speaks of one, one person, Jesus Christ, God the Son, Jesus Christ, and how you can have a relationship, a friendship with Him. All right, let's get into it, you guys. So here we are in Romans chapter 6. What shall we say then? are we to continue in sin so that grace may increase far from it how shall we who died to sin still live in it now some people look at that scripture and they think you should be perfect there should be no more sin at all you're i'm, I'm not a sinner anymore in fact my friend wayne taylor He uh, taught through Romans excellent and wrote a book on it too as well. It's called The Civil War Within. I recommend that you get that book if you could find it. And uh, it's kind of hard to find. I think if you go to Calvary Fellowship in Seattle, you can order it from them and maybe get the connections to order it. But anyway, the best book on Romans I've ever read. In fact, my church, we did a whole bunch of Bible studies where we went through it because it was so good. It's based on Romans chapters 1 through 8. But one of the chapters he talks about how there was this woman, he was going to the park with his kids one time in Seattle, and there was a woman there who came up to him and said, hey, I just want you to know that um, I'm a believer in Jesus, and I, I don't sin anymore. I haven't sinned in a whole year. And my friend Wayne was like, oh, interesting. I haven't met somebody like you in a long time. And he knew where it was coming from. There's like, certain movements like the holiness movement and some of these others that thought that you could become sin-free as a believer. But it's not true. The Bible tells us that's not true. And Romans chapter 7 makes it really clear. And in 1 John. In fact, Wayne quoted to her that scripture where in 1 John, where it says that he who says he has no sin is a liar and the truth is not in them. (laughs) The truth isn't even in you if you think you have no sin. And so she got very angry with him and, and, uh, and left. But, you know, we have to remember that we are still going to sin, but God covers us in his righteousness. When you are in Christ, there's no punishment, no condemnation. As Romans 8 1 says, therefore, there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ. And so you can have peace when you understand that, that you are in Christ, um, when you mess up sometimes. Now, does that give you an excuse to, oh, I'm going to take advantage of grace then and do whatever I want? No, 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 no. And that's what Paul's showing us right here. We want to, you don't want to think that way. That's, that's not even a sign of a true believer, to be honest with you. So Far from it. How shall we who died to sin still live in it? We don't live in that sin. We don't practice. That's the key word. Those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of heaven. That means you're trying to get good at it. <laughs> There's no conviction. You don't feel your sin at all. <laughs> so as a believer, you'll feel your sin. And that's that's an important thing to understand too, because It's kind of like when you're a believer, you come close to this campfire. You're out in the outer darkness, way out in the wilderness, in the outer darkness. And you don't see what you look like. You don't see the stains on your clothing and how stinky and stained up you really are. But as you draw closer to the light, Jesus said, I am the light of the world. And you draw closer to him. And and God's always in that, like the burning bush with Moses. He's in that fire, that light. And as you draw nearer and nearer, you start to see what you really look like. Like Isaiah, right, who said, I'm a man of unclean lips and fell before his face as if dead. And <laughs> that's the whole picture, you guys. As you draw nearer and nearer to him, you start to see what you really look like. And you could thank him that much more that he's forgiven you of all of those stains and those sins in your life. All right, let's get back into it. I love going through Romans, by the way. This is so fun, is it not? Okay. Or do you not know that all of us who have been baptized into Christ Jesus have been baptized into his death? Which is a good thing, right? All those sins have been nailed up on that cross when he died and did the heavy lifting on that cross. Therefore, we have been buried with him through baptism into death, so that just as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, so we too may walk in newness of life. There it is, guys, newness of life. He's going to give you the power and the strength. He never gives you a, a sin that you can't handle. God will give you the power to overcome any sin, any temptation that comes your way. Um, but the key is, is to walk in the newness of life. Walk in the spirit, not in the flesh, you guys. Ask to every day in the morning before you get up out of bed, ask him, Lord, please forgive me of my sin. Thank you. I love you. Thank you. And fill me, please, with your Holy Spirit. So important. Fill me with your spirit. You need his strength and his power. It would be like a electric bus, those ones you see in the big cities that had the the cable that would go up and it would touch the power lines, if it was disconnected, it loses its power. So you need to stay connected to Christ, connected, you're in Him, and and absorb, take the nutrients like a, a piece of fruit that's on a tree, it takes the nutrients, the sap, and the water that comes from the main branch. The main branch would be, the trunk would be Jesus and what He did on the cross for you. And then his spirit giving you the, the, the nutrients and the living water. That's how you overcome sin, my friend. That's how I overcome sin. There's no other way. <laughs> we can't do it on our own power. No way. All right. So the newness of life, guys, newness. It's like a, a caterpillar, right? Who is in the cocoon. And when it's in the cocoon, what's happening? It's being... Metamorphosized, transformed, like Romans 12 says, uh, be not transformed or don't be conformed to this world, but be transformed. And that word in the Greek is metamorphosis and the renewing of your mind and your heart and your soul, newness of life. And what happens? That caterpillar goes into that cocoon and then it breaks out of that cocoon, which is a picture of being born again to Christ. A new life, a new child of God, a new birth spiritually and filled with the Holy Spirit. And that gives you power. So when that caterpillar comes out of that, it's no longer that ugly caterpillar anymore, but a beautiful butterfly with beautiful wings. And it has power to fly and to to take in the the wind drafts of the Spirit, right? And to fly up and travel far and and be beautiful, and also it's really hard to smash a butterfly. And it was a little kid, you know, you could squish a caterpillar real easy. I used to do that as a boy. Most boys are like that, right? But to try and smash a butterfly, it's almost impossible. They flutter around, and and they just have this power with those wings that that uh, gives them their strength. So. That's the picture, guys, of being born again and being transformed by the renewing of your mind, the newness of life. And that's what we're looking at in this chapter. And we're going to stop right there. But I'm going to read this again. Therefore, we have been buried with him. Pastor Chuck Smith used to say this when he would take, if you've seen the Jesus Revolution, Pastor Chuck Smith, was uh, he was a pastor of many of the guys who were my pastors. Pastor Skip Heisek was one of my pastors, uh, Wayne Taylor, and he those were his boys, okay, Greg Laurie. And they did these baptisms down at Pirate's Cove, down in Newport Beach, down in Southern California, back in the 70s, primarily. And uh, oh, and by the way, they just did a bunch. I think Greg Glory baptized they, his ministry. They baptized like 4,500. That's amazing, you guys. I hope there's a revival again. It would be so awesome. But anyway, back in the day that he would say, "When you're being baptized in this water, it's you're being buried. your old life is being buried, gone, buried away. And new life as you come up, you're being." transformed into this new life with christ so you're being buried and crucified with him as you're being baptized but when you're raised up out of that water you're being raised up with him spiritually right and someday you'll be raised up in a new body a physical body too like his because jesus has a physical body and it's amazing you guys so so looking forward to that so therefore we have been buried with him through baptism into death so that just as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, so too, so we too may walk in newness of life. Walk in newness of life, my friend. Walk in Him, in His power, and in His strength every day and every night. Even if you don't feel like it, just pray anyway. Talk to Him. That's talking to Him, it's relationship. It's about having a friendship with God. I love you guys. And I can't wait to go further into Romans 6 with you. Don't forget to hit this playlist right here. Jesus in the Old Testament. This is the other thing we're doing on on this channel, the whole Bible with uh, George Crabb here. And we're going through the Old Testament and we're going through Joseph right now. And we're seeing how he was a picture and a type of Jesus Christ. And he had a friendship with God, by the way. He was very close to the Lord. All right. I love you guys. God bless you.